can you acclimate us? Like, where are we? Like, what is the name of the place where we are? What are we doing here? Uh, I mean, you guys are on the Homer Spit. We are currently right behind Bo Acker's Filet Company and the Salty Dog Saloon. If you listened to the last episode of So You Own a VW Bus with our friend Pete Whedon, you already know we made it to Homer, Alaska. We were set to meet Pete at his slip when he arrived back from his fishing expedition. In the meantime, we decided to grab a drink at the world-famous Salty Dog Saloon. At which point, Pete texted Ryan some pictures of humpback whales breaching out of the water and said that they'd be late because the whales decided to put on a show. So we ordered another round of drinks. What else could you do? And folks, the Salty Dog makes a really strong drink. Then, a few minutes later, it might have been more than a few minutes, I received another text from Pete. This is the exact message, verbatim. If you want to make contact with George, he is right behind the dog at Buttwhackers. He is expecting you. Normally, that sort of message might be a little cryptic, but at this point, Ryan and I had driven across 39 states and up the Alcan, and a message telling us that George is expecting us at Buttwhackers was par for the course. We stood up to pay, and that's when we realized just how strong the drinks at the Salty Dog are. So, we stumbled around the corner to a counter where a team of people were filleting fish and packaging them up, and we met George. Miracle got the important question out of the way first. Why Buttwhackers? Why the name? Because we fillet a lot of halibut. So halibut. Uh, okay, I was trying to... Terms. We were independent fillet company originally, but turns out we sell more t-shirts when they say Buttwhackers. Of course. The Homer Spit is a four and a half mile strip of land jutting out into the water. One road in and out, and businesses and eateries and piers on either side. The place is packed. And George is only able to step away from whacking butts for a couple of minutes to show us his rig. Show us your rig, George. It is a 85 Volkswagen Vanagon Riviera, I think is the thing. It's kind of rusty, pretty dirty, and filled with junk. Yeah. But it's not your only VW. Yeah, uh, it is my first Volkswagen purchased this one without a engine or transmission and put those in and decided that four-wheel drive would be really ideal and so i decided to buy a synchro so what made you want a volkswagen in the first place especially no engine no transmission well i wanted to do engine swap and so the fact that that one didn't have a uh engine in it was like ideal price wise it was like 1500 bucks so i couldn't really argue with it um and i wanted one originally because i wanted like a camper van to cruise around in in our short time in alaska we learned that when someone says they cruise around you had to ask what constituted a cruise or a drive the difference between taking a spin and going for a drive for an alaskan is a few hundred miles So basically, I own a seasonal business up here, and every year I go back to Colorado, and I work down there as well and go snowboarding a bunch. And I've been trying to figure out how to surf, and it's difficult to do up here in Alaska because the water is cold and the weather is super inconsistent for surfing uh, in Homer. So I thought, what better place in Mexico? 
drink some tequila, eat some tacos, and go surfing. So it's pretty much just loaded the rig up and headed south. So I was down there with my girlfriend and our dog, and we were... Uh, the whole plan for the trip was to head down the west coast and go surfing, and we found some spot where like, we're like, oh yeah, like, you know, drive over here, and like, there's supposed to be great swells. And Grace was looking at her phone, and she's like, I'm like looking at what doesn't look at all like a road, and she's on Google, and she's like, Google says it's a road, so I think we're good. And um, you can imagine where that ended, so we were like, uh, angry Mexican dogs barking and we're like just foot to the floor wheels spinning like oh god we're about to be stuck in the middle of nowhere and somehow we made it out um, we're like hey do not trust Google Maps at all if you're in Mexico but um, but yeah the whole time I was like man if I could just like pull some dials put her into four wheel and not sweat it would have been a little less stressful I guess it'd still be sweating because it was Mexico but like many bus owners, the engine that keeps George's Vanekin going is not the original. I've put so much time and energy into this one that, like, even when it breaks down, I usually am like, ah, God damn it, it's this again, and, like, can fix it myself, which I feel like when you have newer rigs, you need, like, fancy computer diagnostics. And I guess mine is, like, half, it's like a 2004. Uh, a 2000 Subaru Outback and a Volkswagen, so it's kind of both. Got a Subaru thing going too. So, what are the advantages of a Subaru? So, I had my first Subaru when I was in high school, and I did a kickflip in it and didn't have a seatbelt on, and no one died. So, I would take that as like the first advantage, and it's still running to this day. So, just try the kickflip. So, like. You know, just being standard kids, like, driving a little fast, dirt roads, sliding into ditches, like, the whole, like, barrel roll in the air, landed wheels down. Wait. Drove out of the ditch. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. That's the that's the other car I drive normally. It's a, it's a 99 uh, Subaru Legacy that has been rolled that still, still goes. So I, so... But yeah, yeah, kickflip. Full. So like and if nailed. I were watching an episode of Dukes of Hazard. Yep, exactly. The thing that they do, yep. you did in real life. Yeah, it was a like best worst case scenario, you know. Did your parents ever find out? Oh yeah. I mean, the car's got some dents. Like it, okay. you can you could tell. It's not like cherry anymore, but you know. And what did they say? You did what? <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, everybody's okay. One kid's like, I got my neck's a little crooked. And I was like, we just rolled the car and everybody's still alive. Like, That's your neck is fine. We, I feel like we're diverging from the Volkswagen thing. but So I've always liked Subarus and I just thought, like, you know, they're kind of reliable. And It's true. The drinks we had at the dog didn't help us focus on the interview. Or, rather, our focus wasn't on the VW at this point. Can we go back to the part where the Subaru conversion, the recommendation for the Subaru conversion is because we barrel rolled and nobody yeah. died? Yeah, well, so so that that was my first one, and then, which I still have, and then I've had a few others. They're just, like, great cars. Like, you drive them, they don't get stuck. They're, like, pretty good. Are they all four-wheel drive? 
they're not all. Most of them are all wheel drive. I think they do make some models that aren't, but. I don't this know. is your first VW. This is my first VW, yes. That's a lot of praise for a Subaru on a Volkswagen podcast. So naturally, we had to ask why George decided to go with a VW instead of sticking with his trusted war wagon. I was just like, these are cool old looking cars. Like, I want one of these. And. What do you think is cool looking about them? I don't know. They're just like old, good looking boxes. <laughs> I, want, I think the, the older ones look even better, but they don't make those ones in all wheel drive. As, as far as I know. And I'm sure you can make them all-wheel drive, but, like, once you get into doing that, it's, like, it's just a lot of time and money and energy. You're things breaking after. Uh, yeah. 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 But, yeah. And there's space. Like, I've had dirt bikes in here. And when I drove up, actually, from uh, from Denver one time, I, I welded up a hitch mount, and I had a dirt bike on the back the whole time driving up. So I was like, I was like, if I break down, I've got a thing. But every bump on the Alcan, which I'm sure you guys have, there's there's like one or two, but um, yeah, every one I'd hit, I'd be looking in my rear mirror to see if uh, the motorcycle fell off the back because I did all the welds and I wasn't sure if like you know, I'm getting paged. Uh. It sounds like. Like we said, the Homer Spit is a busy place, and when a fishing boat comes in, there are butts to be whacked. I think you just like talking about whacking butts. I think I gotta go back to work, so I think I'll leave it at that. But yeah, enjoy your guys' adventures. And we did enjoy our adventures. Check out the rest of this season, because Alaska has a lot more to offer. Thank you to our sponsors, the Jan Machowski Foundation of Switzerland, and Go Westie for their support. Until next time, friends. Buttwhackers. Let me say it again one more time. Buttwhackers.